eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Let's talk running backs, because I think this is a really interesting position that is not thought about too much, considering the Packers really do have their one, too. But they're going to need to fill this room out because, you know, to me, Aaron Jones, as much as we love him as fans, is kind of on a year-to-year basis at this point with his contract, with his age, especially at his position. And Matt LaFleur likes to have his rotation. Of course, I imagine they're going to have Patrick Taylor back. But I can see the Packers very much taking a running back somewhere, hopefully round three and later. (laughs) But it's going to be a position that I would be like genuinely shocked if there wasn't one drafted this year. Yeah, I mean, but behind Jones and Dylan, Patrick Taylor and Goodson are the only ones on the roster at this point. So, you know, you feel like they'd at least bring in a body for camp at this point. But (laughs) We're going to all just, you know, be shocked when Bijan Robinson from Texas is the uh, the pick at 15, but never. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, the, I, I spend a lot of time. I think, like, there's obviously the big names that everybody knows and loves at every position, but I always kind of try and take a look at, like, some of the later round guys because, like you said, the Packers have their one-two punch. They might have this one-two punch for a couple more seasons. You know, Aaron or A.J. Dillon is coming due on his contract, Aaron Jones is kind of like a year to year deal. So the running back room could look really different in a couple seasons. You assume the Packers are going to keep one, if not both. It feels, you know, like a foregone conclusion that at least one of the backs will be in Green Bay. But if for whatever reason they're not, there's some really nice depth pieces in this back. And I think the tricky part is finding somebody who isn't like an exact replica of Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon because they both have such dynamic but specific skill sets. That mm-hmm. you don't want to draft somebody that's like a replica of Aaron Jones. You want to draft somebody that can complement both of what they do. And that's maybe the challenge with this draft because there's a lot of really fun names like Robinson um, in the early rounds, but you don't know like who's going to be there, what they're going to bring to the table. So I think RB3 is going to have to do a lot on special teams. Yes. 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 Maybe Rich will be. Rich is going to have a lot of say in this draft. I have a feeling that. In that war room. Hmm. <laughs> One hmm. of the names, um, go figure, of course, right? Because Sidney Brown, I've, I've come on the show and declared him the safety out of Illinois as my draft crush. One of my favorite running backs is his twin brother, Chase Brown. 
They really? have like they have like identical RAS scores, which is hysterical. I tweeted about it. Um, and when you run them as their twins position, the numbers are like identical too. Like it's just, it's really funny for, for a running back and a safety. Um, but he's 5'10, 209 pounds. So he's a really good size, 9.79 RAS. He's got really elite speed and explosion. Um, he hit over 100 plus yards in nine straight games, averaged 27 carries a game. So he's just, you know, like not afraid of the workload. 13 touchdowns in 2022, 1,800 all-purpose yards, led the Big Ten. Um, doesn't have a ton of, like, ball security, so that's obviously something you'd want to work on with him. Mm. And his pass pro is suspect, so maybe that immediately, you know, erases him off of Matt LaFleur's big board. But, yeah, he's one of my favorite, like, day three prospects to back up A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. And just, you know, go figure it happens to be Sidney Brown's twin brother. Yeah, let's get them both. We'll get, we got the Brown <laughs> twins. Maybe the Packers will take Nolan Smith. We'll get the Smith, Smith brothers Bros. back in action. Um, I really like that a lot. I, I also think, you know, Pasbro is one of those things that I think doesn't really, maybe I'm going to say something stupid and college people are going to come at me for this, but I feel like you don't really start to gain pass pro skills until you get to the NFL, unless you are, you know, a back in kind of the SEC going up week after week after week against, you know, NFL level um, edge rushers like that. I don't know if that would necessarily be a deterrent. We do know that the Packers did meet. They spent one of their top 30 visits with Keaton Mitchell from East Carolina, 5'7", 179 pounds, 8.6 relative athletic score, ranked 13th in the league in missed tackles forced, first in runs of 10 plus yards per pro football focus. So he is somebody that has been to Green Bay. You know, they're actively looking at running backs, even if it's not Mitchell. Um, And I think... I think Paul had these numbers. I mentioned Paul earlier, but yeah, in 2022, six of Green Bay's top 30 visits ended up being Packers. They hit on all three wide receivers, Rashid Walker, um, Tariq Carpenter, and Devontae Wyatt all came to Green Bay on top 30 visits. So if the Packers are interested in someone, there's a very good chance um, that they really, truly are still going to be interested. And the top 30 visit is them doing their due diligence. So keep that name in mind as well. It's a fun one. That's a fun one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's switch to a position group that not only is a huge need, but also a great draft to need a tight end. Um, I think this is one of the better classes that we've seen in quite a number of years. Now, I do also want to just caveat our entire discussion here by saying I still think first round for a tight end is rich. No matter how good this class looks, Even no matter how. Okay, well, no. If we <laughs> if we hit on the next Travis Kelsey, then none of it matters. But that's very rare. You know, like those are few and far between finds. And I would be hard pressed to find, you know, it, it would it would just surprise me. You know, we know what premium positions the Packers like to take in the first round and 
this, but again, if they see somebody that they love and they have a first round grade on him and he's there by all means, um, we just know that it takes a little bit longer, right. To acclimate to the NFL from the tight end position and the Packers too. And I'm sure we'll dive into this, have some specific things that they look for. Like these guys are going to have to be blocking monsters. And I think they really are in need of a kind of more pass catching move tight end since they lost Bobby Tunyon. Um, I think that this could be a double up. I don't know about you, but I can Mm -hmm. see a, you know, top 50 pick and then a later round pick um, being kind of the answer here. But curious your thoughts or any tight ends that you think really fit the Packers mold. Yeah, it's tough. And I mean, I remember like the Packers have always needed a tight end. It feels like every draft we always look at the tight ends really closely. And then, you know, the the biggest names, quote unquote, that get that get mocked to the Packers pretty regularly don't end up in Green Bay. TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant are really good examples of that. Everybody yeah. had them going to the Packers. Obviously, neither ended up in Green Bay. So it's always hard when I go into like, you know, looking at a lot of these mock drafts and you see like Michael Mayer of Notre Dame getting mocked at 15. I don't know if I'd have a problem with it. I mean, I think he's one of the the best, arguably top three, if not the number one tight end in this class. But again, it's hard to project what a lot of these tight ends are going to look like at the next level. Noah Fant is a good football player, but I don't know if he was worthy of being the 20th overall selection in the 2019 draft. Like, if you asked me, hey, do you want Rashawn Gary or Noah Fant? <laughs> 20 out of 10 times, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm really happy that the Packers ended up with Rashawn Gary. So, Could not agree more. Yeah. So that's tough. Um, I think probably my favorite like fit for the Packers, at least in the digging that I've done thus far of the early rounds, um, would be Dalton Kincaid. But I just don't like the I don't like where he'd be at 15. I think he could be like a trade back candidate or like one of the first couple picks of the second round if the Packers wanted to move around again. I think he maybe sneaks into the first round, but I think 15 is really rich. But he, um, Lance Zerline from the NFL Network comps him to Zach Ertz. He's met with the Packers informally already, but he's just a really good route runner. Mm-hmm. Threat in the yeah. seam. He's, he's just a dynamic weapon that the, this Packers offense doesn't have, and young quarterbacks need a tight end to rely on in an offense. Yes, very natural, I think, hands for a tight end, Dalton Kincaid. Like, yeah, very – I mean, if not, I think for his size at 246 pounds, like, could be just a very large receiver. Um, I have seen a lot – I mean, I'm I'm on the Michael Mayer train. Those, you know, longtime listeners of the show know my family are Notre Dame fans, so we're very, very biased – I just love his age. I think that's my one thing, right, is that Dalton Kincaid is going to be, like, probably close to 24 by the time this season starts, whereas Michael Mayer is right now 21. Yeah. So the differences, and I, you know that the Packers always tend to go younger. They've broken that mold a handful of times, but very rarely. Again, if you get someone like Dalton Kincaid who can really make an impact early, and often then that might be one of those like moments, but that's the only thing that stands out to me in terms of like deterrent. Um, but that's the same with like, I've seen Luke Schoonmaker dra- uh, mocked to the Packers in later rounds. And like, I just see that he's already 24 and a half. And I'm just yeah. like, that's simply something the Packers would never do. 
Yeah, I will say, if you're interested in young tight ends, Darnell Washington is only 21 Love. years old. He I is. was just about to bring him up. <laughs> I was just about six six two sixty four. Georgia prospect. Big boy. He took a top 30 visit with the Packers already, so you know mm-hmm. that he... Um, his comp is Mercedes Lewis, like... What's not to love? He's probably no offense, Mercedes. You were very athletic 18 years ago, but <laughs> he's like a freaky athlete. He would just yeah. completely change the Packers offense. And he's like having a sixth lineman out there, which is what they need, especially if Mercedes doesn't come back, which by all accounts, it doesn't sound like he will. So blocking is going to be a huge factor for whoever takes over his tight end. And, you know, he's one of the best in this class. He's Daniel Jeremiah's tight end three. So yeah. 15 feels rich again, but late Second 20s, round, maybe. early 30s. Yeah. I feel like this is such a perfect fit that it almost won't happen. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's just too perfect. I can't imagine the league will let the Packers get Darnell Washington, <laughs> but he's just like the perfect tight end for a Matt LaFleur offense. He does everything that they would ask him to do. And he's at Goot's favorite school, Georgia Bulldogs. So... I think all in all, though, this is going to be a group that they're just going to have. They're going to have to target. Even as a fan, if you think it's too rich, maybe at this point you're looking at need and that outweighs the rest of it. Yeah. And I mean, you can tell the Packers are doing their due diligence again. Like every year we see them target. You don't want to ever reach for a position, but at some point, the best player available also does align with your needs. And it's typically a tie-breaking scenario. Like if you have a running back and a tight end tied on your big board in the second or third rounds, like you would expect the Packers to lean tight end the same way that like an edge rusher will typically kind of break a tie compared to some other positions. We just just know what Goody will covet. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, this draft specifically it's a really good draft to need tight ends and to need more than one. So that yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, like you said, to see the Packers take one in the first two days and then at least one more on day three. Yep. I will say, though, there's only seven that are listed as top 100 picks. So while we say, you know, this is a good draft to need a tight end, There are other teams that need tight ends. I'm sure there are more than seven teams that need tight ends. So this is also going to be a little bit of like a race to get who you want, right? There's not like 15 of them. There's only seven. And two of them we've already disqualified based off age. (laughs) 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 